This is a podcast about failure. With me, Lola Berry, author, nutritionist, and yoga teacher. Join me as we get to know these guests and learn about how their failures have ultimately shaped their dreams. Welcome to Fearlessly Failing with Lola Berry. It's Lowell's here. This next guest is a health icon. Her name is Jess Seppel. She's awesome. I uh, interviewed her in her office in Sydney and she's got this team of JS Health Girls. They are also lovely. She's got a very successful vitamin range as well. This girl doesn't stop. Uh, she's travelling all the time, her and her husband, Dean. Uh Jess blew me away because we don't really, although we're in the same world, we don't ever get much one-on-one time together. And when I was sitting with her, I was like, oh my God, I just want to be your mate. Because we see each other at things that we never get to just connect. And so it was so beautiful to connect with her. Trigger warning here. She talks about anxiety. She talks about suicide. And she's super open and vulnerable. And I thank you, Jess, for being so, so brave on this podcast. I hope you guys enjoy the beautiful Jess Seppel. Hello. Okay, I'm really pumped to have you here. Lousy, so this is the best this Tuesday morning with so, you. So I, f- I get so excited when I have a guest. I don't actually interview, like introduce them. I'm kind of like, no, 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 you've got to hear all these amazing things I do. So let's see if the audience can guess who you are first by me just Ooh, saying like who smart. you are. So best-selling health author, just put book three out, mm-hmm. the 12-step mind-body food reset, Got your own supplement range that I'm so pumped to taste the try the fish oil. Pumped. Mm -hmm. Um, You are consistently releasing simple recipes online, I'd say daily. Pretty much. I've got to help now. You're killing it. Um, You've you're now you've just moved in recently enough into your own office space. How many staff are here? Oh my gosh, I should count. I don't know. I think ten. It feels yeah, it feels like about eight to ten. It feels big. I thought 12 at a stab, but, I mean, I was just overwhelmed by all the amazing, <laughs> glowing, healthy people. App, you've got an also a successful app. Um, done a Bachelor of Health Science. Then you've done your advanced dip in nutritional medicine. Long time Man, ago. oh, man. Um, hello. Hang on. You were my biggest inspo, though. Hang on. So I try to work for you. Can you tell us who <laughs> this incredible person is? Introduce oh yourself. Oh, my gosh, my how friend. embarrassing. Do it. My name is Jess Apple. Yes. I'm the founder of JSL. <laughs> and I tried to work for Lola, like, what, like eight to ten years ago. I literally Facebooked her like ten times, trying to meet her up and trying to be her intern. I was going to work for her for free. Forever, if I could. You talk so so. Go look as at your soon Facebook, as I walked in, it. Jess told me this. I won. I reckon I just must be rubbish at Facebook, and I've never no. had an intern. You were too. You're just too famous. No, man. Yeah, you were. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it was one of those Facebook messages that you like know you're never going to get a reply to. Oh my god. Yes. No, dude. Yes. You're the real. De- anyway, I was getting nervous no. coming here today. <gasps> yeah, man. Look what you've done. I, I literally left my agents and I was like, guess who I've got after this? <laughs> Who's your, who are your agents? Harry and Miller, Laura oh, and yeah. Laura Rage. Oh, she's the best. Um, so, okay, I want to, we were just chatting before and I feel like you've got so much to share and mm. this is going to go really, really, really fast. I'll have to um, 
watch the clock. So I've researched the bejesus out of you. I've watched your beautiful like YouTube vids, your IGTVs. Mate, that banana bread. Which one? Oh, the There's banana a, cake? Yeah. The, well, it was really recently. It was like in the last week or two on Insta. Mm, banana muffins? <laughs> Hello, you are the recipe. What are you talking about? I don't do it though. I'm not as much of a foodie as what I seem to be. Like I um, hate cooking. Yes. But no one but I cooked dinner last night. It took me ten minutes. I don't love the salmon, cooking. The salmon and yeah. the pan, one But pan I don't love cooking. That's what people don't understand. But I love healthy food and I get excited about creating healthy food, but it needs to be simple and quick because we all living busy lives. I don't want to be in the kitchen for too long. I love when you just chuck everything in one pan. It's easy to clean up, <sighs> easy, healthy. But clean. Honestly, let's just take a moment to acknowledge how much of an inspiration you've been to me and, and the whole health industry. I think you were honestly a pioneer in the industry and oh, you were the person who showed us how exciting the healthy life can be. I and mean, when you and I both started, it really was probably... We were early days. We were early days yeah. and it, the healthy life was not very trendy. It was just starting to be. I feel like it was like Sarah Wilson, Pete Evans, and then we kind of yeah. jumped in after. Yeah, like, and like, and after like that. you really were, as I said, I wanted to bloody intern for you for... <laughs> Forever. I've never had an intern if it makes you feel any better because I'm just, I don't, I I don't, don't see love myself that as a business person. I'm I don't really like, believe in interns so much anymore either. I think it's unfair. I think, yeah. I don't, I, anyway, that's another whole podcast. Well, th- well, this is where I do want to talk to, we mentioned earlier about like managing personalities, managing mm. stuff. So for me, with my business, I had a smoothie bar. Mm-hmm. And the hardest bit I found was managing personalities. 100% the which hardest. Which for you, like, you mentioned like, and I think people, this sounds really mean on my behalf, but some people are takers oh, and yes. they'll just take and oh, they'll be like. I've experienced that. Have you had people say, I want to be the next you or I want to bring they, the they out? didn't say that, but um, it was quite evident in the end that I think, it, it, you know what I always say to my girls and I've got 10 of them out there and when I, when I interview them, I say, listen, it's bloody hard working for someone else and for another brand. Listen, mm. you have to be, these girls don't want to work for themselves. And that's, thank God, where we're at now with the JSL team. In the early days, I was probably attracting people who were getting excited about creating their own Jay's Health. And totally. I am, no one knows, and I hope people can somehow feel it, I love supporting people and other women. Like if my girls came to me and said, I'm starting my own thing, I would support them a thousand percent. But then don't work here for our brand because it comes through totally. in your efforts. It yes, comes through totally. in your heartfelt effort with the brand. Yeah. And so in the early days, just a couple of years ago, I mean, Jay's Health has only become a business very recently. But... In the early days, I definitely really felt taken advantage of. Mm. And again, I've, I've said to you before, I just, I'm not good at managing people. I'm not designed to be a boss. It's not my personality. I'm a giver. Mm. So when you're working with takers, oh, yeah, man. it doesn't work. <laughs> and, it, and it comes at the cost of you burning out, probably. Okay, yeah. I think it, I think it, I just remember a couple of years ago, like lying in bed, not being able to fall asleep because the staff members were bringing me quite a significant amount of anxiety and that can't be healthy. No, but I mean even to look and I I feel like I've jumped a little bit because I really wanted to first of all find out kind of like that initial, I know, because you're really the only health person that's on this podcast, which I know sounds really weird Um, considering. What an honour. Jeez. My training I'm a bit over the health industry. (laughs) Aren't you? Yeah, it does feel very saturated, does it not? <laughs> I'm just like, I think like the cover of my new book like kind of sums up how I feel about everything right totally. now. I'm like, there's I'm not a recipe on over the front it. cover. I'm just sitting down on the floor. Looking gorgeous, might I add. No, looking like my hair. Actually, that was not going to be a cover pick because that was one, I think that was a test 
photo. Because she has in a bun, I isn't it? in a bun. It's yeah. honestly, it's a really, it's a blessing that that became the cover because I'm like, that's honestly how I feel about everything. I'm just like over mm. it. Keep it simple. There's too much noise. I'm just, I'm a little bit over it, but yeah. in a good way. Yeah. Like I'm, I've keep, I've stripped it back more than ever. And that's what I love about, I think that that's reflected in your Instagram as well. And I want to mm. talk to that in a little pinch. But first of all, just so for people that are following at home, you ha- started quite young at having a little bit of an unhealthy relationship with mm. food. Was it at 13 that you started dieting? Dieting, yeah, really hectically. And I read this quote or heard this quote from you where like, Food was the enemy and my body became a burden. That's exactly. Was that kind of your hundred percent? I was so afraid of food. And as a result, I'm I think you've also experienced some dieting in your mm. life, have you? Yeah, yeah. Eating so. disorder stuff like you wouldn't believe. Oh my God. And when you start hating when you develop that complicated relationship with food, it's it automatically causes you to have a complicated relationship with your body. Totally. You know? And so, yourself and everyone and everything. else. Yeah. Like I the numbers started determining my self-worth, which is totally. what I always say, like weighing myself obsessively. I talk about in my new book how <laughs> Dean made me carry, do you know this? I had no. to carry out my scale down. I was holding my scale like a baby in my arms down the street in my mom's house and he said to me, this is it. You're not letting the scale, because I, I, I used to weigh myself and like have a yeah. breakdown, a meltdown. Oh my God, how can I not be losing weight? How, how yeah. can I weigh this? He made me put my scale in my arms and walk outside my parents' house and put it in like a dumpster down the street. We literally still look at the house where my scale – I I was so like demented at the time with my weight and food that Mm. I was like, it's fine. Tomorrow morning I'll go get it out of the dumpster. That's what your mind said. Yeah, wow. Because I was so addicted to weighing myself because that number became this determinant of my self-worth. Isn't it interesting though like with our nutrition qualification and understanding that like if you're really healthy and say you're going to yoga or going to the gym, that muscle weighs more than fat anyway. Mm. So like looking at the scales is is not a good representation of your fitness, your health. But I don't wear myself either no. and it's taken me years of therapy to get to that. Me too. And I've heard you say like I don't weigh myself anymore. No way. I, I haven't weighed that. myself probably. So I was probably 23, 24 when that happened with Dean. And what am I now? 30. So seven or eight years ago. Good I have not weighed, not weighed I myself. I only stopped weighing myself through literally recently with a therapist. Oh, he was wow. like, why are you weighing yourself? Oh, my gosh. I'm surprised. Yeah. No, because the scale just... It's so, I don't know, I just, I actually can't believe a scale exists. <laughs> I know, it does, it's not a representation oh of any part of your worth I mean, or your health. Of course, I'm a nutritionist. I believe people need to feel comfortable in their mm. skin and confident, but that firstly looks different for everyone. And everyone's body biochemistry makeup is so different. So why do we have these specific numbers? And also, we expect our, like we expect ourselves to be at a number or whatever, where, mm. we, where we were like when we were 18 or something. Yeah. It's like, and, and our bodies growing. change and it's yeah. so beautiful and like, I, I really, I, I do believe you need to feel good in your skin and that's definitely part of my philosophy. But the fact that a number can be such a big determinator of so much, it's mm. not fair, it's not healthy. Totally. Another thing that you've talked about just on the, and this won't be on, you've got your JSL oh my gosh. top on. She just <laughs> I did that because I literally don't have clothes no, to wear. I love it. I love it. I actually heard you say on a podcast that you're not into fashion. What? Like that's more your sister's jam. Both my sisters. Yeah. I, I really am not just saying this for attention. Like I absolutely hate clothes and shopping. Yes. I was like, oh, so, man, I love I think it. I used to think something was wrong with me and I also thought maybe it was body image stuff uh, yeah. that I never wanted to go shopping and try and clothes because it used to give me like a lot of anxiety. Yeah, of course. Um, so I think maybe that was some of it. But I look at my grandparents, both my grandmothers and my aunties, they're mm. quite hippie, mm. atheists, and they really are not interested in clothes. So I think it actually genuinely, there's something in my blood that just like I'm not, I'm just, 
I'm, I'm saying this from the I'm not interested in it. I sometimes yeah. think there's something wrong with me as if I'm like, am I like a bit masculine? Like what's going on? Because I just am not interested in it. But you've also spoken about your goal and value system is to simplify your message. So you're, it's almost like simplifying stuff. Like at the moment, like I'm in this phase of like growing and letting go of stuff and I'll mm. be like, friends will come over and I'll be like, do you want this dress? You seem really well and your energy is very clear. I feel quite grounded at the moment. You, you seem just clear. Oh, it does. Yeah. But sometimes I, I say this a lot about Dean is, you know, you don't want someone else to be helping you um, boost your self-esteem or whatever. But the truth is, is that sometimes these beautiful men can mm. be reminders about what you're worth. And, and if you feel accountable. And they, and they, and, the, and if you have someone who just loves every inch of you, mm. it's like, oh, it does it does really help you totally. to accept yourself in some ways. It's a nice little beautiful boost. Of course, we're all striving to love ourselves without mm. anyone else. But it's 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 amazing if you can find a man who loves you for you. And I think it can ground you in that moment where you are stuck in your head. And, like, I don't know, it, I imagine you would have thrown the scales out eventually, but it might have taken longer without Dean there. 100%. I did not. I would not have yeah. felt brave enough to yeah. do that. Probably to be weighing myself this morning. I wouldn't even have JSL without him. So, yeah, I can't wait Whatever. to talk more about Dean as well because I think he's incredible. I remember when you bought your first book out. He called me. Oh, up. he calls you. He called you all the time. I think. And he was like, "So, how do we do online sales? How do we?" <laughs> oh my god! See, hey guys, Lola is the biggest inspo. I've said it now four times. I want to talk one more um, pinch about health and food because mm. that is both of our backgrounds. And then I want to get onto like the not media, but like I think there is this um, seemingly like successful business side and it's just like some of the things that although it is so successful like just little like speed humps along the way but just Mm. quickly onto the health and the food you've spoken so openly and we've both done panel discussions on stage together Mm. and you've spoken so openly about binge eating in the past and that's something that I I will even still feel the trigger of it every now and then. I that to recognise that though anyway. Yeah, but I still get that feeling. I I don't so much act upon it unless I'm really exhausted and really stressed. Mm. Exhaustion is a huge part of binge eating. Totally, right? So how did that look and feel for you at the time that you were doing it? Mm, it was just a terrible time of restriction and deprivation yeah. followed by overeating and binge eating because as yeah. I always say as a nutritionist, the moment you restrict and deprive yourself with food is going to backfire mentally, physically. Your mm. body is going to – I've hardly met a person or a dieter or a restrictive eater mm. who has been able to restrict for a period of time without – um, without their body and mind rebelling at yeah, some point. Totally. Your mind totally. and body cannot do it for very long. And that's why diets don't work. Yeah. Because they're all about restriction and deprivation. So binge eating was because I was literally eating salad without salad dressing mm, and a little bit yeah. of tuna and a Diet Coke for lunch. Of course, I'm going to come home at yeah. five o'clock and raid the kitchen out of desperation yeah. and actual true hunger. You know, it's, a, it's an emotional hunger and it's a physical hunger. I was craving more. Um, and I was actually, I was obviously just depriving myself emotionally in so many ways, but I was also physically starving. So yeah, I, I think I heard you say once you were sitting at the front of uni with your like calorie-free jelly. And- oh, I used to sit at school. It was in my HSE year and I used to sit in the car park eating. I'd just gone to spinning. This was like my everyday really? morning, spinning like spinning hardcore, like now I hardly, Amazing. I don't really exercise even yeah. that much. Um, you love your mindful walks, Very yogs. calming. Yeah. yeah, yoga, love yoga. And I do a bit of weight training. Of course I believe in exercise, but I just not too much. And at that time I was over-exercising like twice a day. I would do mm. spinning in the morning, walking or running in the afternoon. And then yeah. I would sit in the car park with my diet, diet jelly, diet yogurt, and I Oh my gosh. I used to sprinkle and just like covering my eyes as I say this. I just remembered what I used to do. I literally yeah. haven't thought about it. 
I used to sprinkle equal sweetener on top of the diet jelly and diet yogurt. The equal, like the aspartame. aspartame 951, which is like a neurotoxic. I literally just remembered that. Well, because you would have been craving. And I was having a black coffee with more equal. Oh, wow, because of the sweetness. You need the sweetness. So it's so much. It's like 300 times sweeter. It's crazy the amount of how sweet. And then it crosses the blood-brain barrier. Oh, there's like there's some good research showing oh, aspartame yeah. and depression and anxiety. Yeah, but like full-on neurochemical stuff as well. How can like that actually be Alzheimer's. still on the market? I don't even It needs understand. to be illegal. Let's be honest. Like wow. it really needs to be. Mm. we got to boycott that stuff, dude. You and me will be Let's boycott do it. that stuff. <laughs> so I... Like thank you for being really honest about the health stuff because I think people look at you now and like even I know when I'm looking at you Instagram, I'm like, ah, oh, she looks like so healthy and gorgeous and all these things and you're very quick to be like, oh, yeah, Instagram's dangerous. I'm not feeling healthy today. Or oh, I'm I haven't feeling... felt healthy for six months. I've had the worst yeah. six months of my life. I've been, you know, literally buried amongst anxiety and um, PTSD and like I literally have watched how unhealthy I've been looking and it's I don't care because this time has jolted me into seriously not caring about my physical health as much which is a blessing um, like have not even thought about my body and my weight or any of that it's because you when you're when you're struggling with your mental health mm. nothing matters except for gaining that peace of mind back and I and I have not felt my healthiest and that just shows I mean I'm still eating well I'm still exercising mm. I'm still in beautiful relationships but I didn't have my mental health and mm. I don't feel well. It's the king. I think the mental health is the king. I saw you do this awesome post and you were wearing this beautiful like terracotta dress mm. and you were like, I'm pretty much the smallest I've been in ages and I'm so unhappy about it because it's not. And, and you I ex- promise you that I would prefer to have my curves back yeah, yeah. and my little bit of chub and my little bit of my tummy if I could just have my You've peace of mind back. You've never been chub, by the way. You've I have been. been. I have, well, you didn't know. Well, I did. When I, when I like in my dieting days, I was like my weight was yo-yoing. Fluctuating, fluctuating yeah, So course. I have been. Yeah. Okay. But I've. But I, I want that back if I can have my peace of mind back. I really yeah. genuinely, it's shifted my whole perspective. I, I, I hope I can um, maintain this promise to myself, but I, I don't, I really don't think I'll ever... Um, worry about my weight and my physical appearance again in in this in the way that I was because of the struggle that I've had with my mental health. So in that in that post, you were like, "Look, all my energy, I'd be in bed twenty two hours a day." You took six eight weeks off work, mm-hmm. and, and I was like, literally on sleeping tablets, Valium, anti anxiety medication. It was it's it's so weird because I was actually on Sarah Holloway's. Um, podcast yeah. and she said to me she's like have you ever had a burnout or a time period where you've just collapsed and I was like mm. oh my gosh no I'm so grateful I've never oh. I've been working for like really hard for mm. six or seven years and I'm like no I'm, I'm so grateful everything's been good I know how to take breaks Dean and I take lots of holidays when we need to blah, blah, blah. Mm. literally like a couple of weeks later is when like I had a doctor say I had a breakdown oh man and we know why I mean my best friend yes. in the entire world um died from suicide mm. and that is just the, the horrific and in every way. So my body was in shock. But then, of course, I also had been working really hard for six or seven years. And so totally. they think it was like a mixture of grief and burnout and PTSD, which is quite an awful combination. I, I spoke to someone yesterday yesterday, and they said, and it was Stacey June who's an epic pod, in the podcast world, and she said that you can't ever, there's something about the type of grief that comes with shock. 
And she said, it's something I can never explain. Ever explain. I'm pretty sure she was talking about miscarriage at that stage. Mm. So she was like, you know, it's this weird grief. That's that's so interesting. That is actually exactly where that grief and shock would come in. You're right. But same with losing a best and a soulmate, like a soul like She was my soul sister. Like she would come to my family. She was at my family dinner, the Friday night dinner, two nights before it happened. Like that's the sort of closeness we were. Can I ask how you found out? Um, so it's actually really interesting. Um, I was on my way to the Jay's Health Christmas party mm. and my dad called me and I was like, Dad, I'm calling back. And you know what's so weird? I was trying on a – this is just interesting. I was trying on a black dress and I was freaking out. Like I'd put on a bit of weight, I think, in America because I'd been living there for a couple of months. Easy to do in America, <laughs> pumpkin pie. And I was like having a about. bit of an, a little bit of a strain. Like my body mm. image is – it's good but I still really have my – not anymore, not the last six months because of my mental health stuff. Mm. But I have I definitely have – even though I've healed my relationship with food in a lot of ways, mm. I still have struggled with body image stuff. So do I, dude. So do yeah, I. Yeah, so – um, I was actually trying on my black dress and I couldn't zip it up as well as I normally can. Mm. Um, and I was like freaking out. My dad was calling me. I was like, dad, I'm holding you back. And then like he, and then we got into the car, finally got the bloody black dress on. I was like uncomfortable. I was like having a bit of a flustered moment mm. on my way. My dad called again and my dad would never call me again um, unless something was wrong. And I thought I have a 95-year-old grandmother who's mm-hmm. amazing. Incredible, oh, by the way. Still you need to meditates. come meet her. No, that's the other one. So I have a – so do you know my grandmother's names mm. are Barbie and Dolly? Amazing. <laughs> um, but Dolly is – no, Dolly's my 95-year-old one. She's, a, she's hilarious. But anyway, I thought something had happened to her and then – my dad just said, Carly's gone missing. And I said, and I just started screaming. I just, all I remember for like the next, and I was about to pick up one of my Jay's Health staff members. And I just said, Dean, lock the doors because she was about to like get into the car. Mm. And I just, I didn't want her to see me. Mm. So I was like, Dean, lock the, lock the, like lock the doors. <laughs> and I just started screaming, no. I didn't know anything. I didn't know mm. that she had died. I didn't know how she had died. And I just started screaming, no, 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 for like 10 minutes. My mind and my body, I actually, I wrote about this on Pop Show the other day. Like I actually felt my brain like explode. Mm. She was like my my actual sister. Yeah. Um, and I went to my straight to my parents' house. My sisters were like so worried about me. I just remember. And then I looked at my dad and I said, I just said, how did she die? Um, I said, because at that point I didn't even know she was dead. And I said, oh, my God, is she dead? How did she die? I mean, like even I actually haven't actually gone through this yet since this happened and he told me how she had passed and she had I don't know if I should say it on yeah if you're comfortable she had like jumped off a cliff by my house um right there like where my where my parents live um and she was at as I was saying she uh, it's a blessing also that I was living in LA for the months prior because I couldn't see or spend time with her so I I would have felt so much more guilt I think if I'd been here um, and I had seen and spoken to her like that weekend. We had a most beautiful, beautiful conversation. And she had said to me, the last, her last words to me were, I just want to say thank you for being the best friend in the world to yeah. me. And I, I don't know if she was saying goodbye to me. No. Of course not. Um, That's the thing. And I said, and I, yeah. my response back to her was like, what? I literally said this. I go, what? You've been the best friend to me. Like she literally was the bestest friend mm. to me. She was my bridesmaid. She was incredible. Um, and then... My world honestly fell apart, I think, oh, from that dude. moment for, for, for until now. <laughs> until yeah, thank moment. you for sharing that. That's very, yeah. very, very brave thank of you, you to share that. The the interesting thing that you just said, the way that she kind of thanked you before she mm. took her life, it's often a thing like with suicide. Yeah. My auntie passed away with suicide oh, and it, they'll say goodbye and kind of like wrap their life up. And, in, and for the... Uh, <sighs> 
you would have just been like, oh, how not? Like, that's a I nice was like, thing to that say. That is so kind. She often said it to me. She's like, you are just the most amazing friend to me. I just can't believe how lucky I am to have you. And I was like, but honestly, like, I'm, I'm not just saying this. Like, yeah. I'm so lucky to have you. Like, she was an amazing friend to me. And even though she struggled with her mental health, I never, ever, it never, like, in any way, um, that's what I want people out there who do have mental health. They mm. feel like they're a burden to their friendships. Mm. They feel like people, like she always felt that she was like, I never found her heavy to be around. Mm. I never found her. I only loved, I, sp- I met her every single Friday morning for breakfast or coffee. Like mm. she was someone that I couldn't wait to spend my day off with. Mm. And, she, and and she was struggling with always with anxiety and depression, but I never, it never affected my experience with her as a friend. And so I just, I don't yeah. want, I, I just remember like, I wish I could have said that to her. And I did say it to her often. I was like, you don't, you don't understand. Like I'm obsessed with you. And she'd be like, but I, you know, she was, she was insecure about her, her mental health struggles. So I think everyone out there who is struggling in any way, you're not a burden to people and you're still lovable in so many ways, you know. Even if you can't see it or feel it at the time. Other people can. I, th- I think it's a testament to you as well as her really amazing friend that when you were together on those Fridays, it was just you two. And just us two. It was probably very medicinal. Interesting. Definitely don't beat yourself up. Like I, I imagine that that's something that m- could happen because she yeah. is, the. you know, yeah. you were like, what if very I could have been a better friend? What if I could have been there? Yeah. What if I could have... But I think even if you yeah. were here, you may not have seen the signs because... I think so. Well, the thing, if I was here, no, I would have done the best I can and she had a lot of support around her. But I, it's interesting. I mean, I'm sure I'll have to deal with some guilt throughout time, but I don't... I do feel quite confident that I was the best friend I could have been. Totally. Um, I, I like, for her, um, for her 21st birthday, I... It actually was probably one of the start, the first big brunches I ever made. Yeah. I was so excited. I made a You're healthy so brunch brunches. for her for her 21st birthday and I remember she was so grateful and I, I was a very committed friend but because I am a committed person to my mm. friends but I genuinely loved being committed to her in that way as a friend. She was an amazing person to me and I just loved giving back to her. Just a couple of weeks before she passed, she would, oh no, it was a couple of months probably before I went to LA, she rocked up in my driveway. She's like, come outside. And she bought me the most expensive, it's my favourite, favourite um, Joy Malone perfume, Myrna Tonka. It's black, it's like expensive. Mm. She's like, here we go. She like oh, just dropped wow. me, the perfume was like it's Wednesday afternoon or Saturday. Oh, wow. She's like, come. I, sh- I was like, what are you doing? She's like, I just wanted to give you a present. You know, that's the kind of person yeah, she was. Wow. Yeah. But also, it's again, huge loss. this is, it, yes, it is a massive loss. Yeah. But also like you're, it's also a reflection of, you're a great human and I think I mm. believe that, you know, you would have enriched her life whether you realise it or not. Thank you. I hope so. Thank you for being courageous and sharing that. Thank I imagine you. that wouldn't um, have been very fun. <laughs> I'm grateful that I haven't burst into tears yet but it might be my anti-anxiety medication. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> on, that, on that note, um, no, no, you're right. We're just losing. Just we're using Jack. We're taking losing the jackets. Taking the I've been playing with putting the sound Getting recorder on. Yeah. On that note, like you, you do something that I'm really passionate about, and and you have help for your mental health. So you mm. see a therapist. I know mm-hmm. your mum's a therapist too, isn't she? She was, yeah, she was a therapist. She's she now works with my dad in um, homewares. Oh wow! But I imagine you grew up in an environment where it was very. 
very all well about therapy. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. My entire like I've got a lot of therapists in my family. We yeah. uh, my mom has encouraged my sisters and I to be in therapy pretty much our whole lives. I was probably I saw my first therapist at the age of like eight or ten. It sounds like I'm a very no, complicated human no, being. No, 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 no. I had like separation anxiety at school with my I never wanted to leave my mom, so I went to therapy for that. Oh, wow. yeah. And then of course when I was dieting and having that whole body image stuff. I was in totally. therapy for that too and teenage stuff. So I've been in therapy my whole life basically. Oh, I'm so pro it and I, I yeah. really you – know, you would know having lived in America as mm. well that they're, it's so welcomed in America. Oh, it's yeah. part of the culture. Totally. It's like who's your therapist? What do you do? It's almost considered like you go to yoga for your body, you oh, have a therapist yeah. for your mind. Totally. I mean there's still stigma attached. In Australia though. And, but more. we even have that amazing mental health plan where you can get – a certain amount of sessions for free. Mm, so I, good. I use that all up. Yeah, so <laughs> is my boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I've <laughs> finished my free 10 sessions. <laughs> um, but you actually still get a big, I get a lot, like a rebate for a lot of my sessions, which is so good. I just think it's so good hearing you, like a very successful businesswoman, go-getter, um, to shine a light on how important and how powerful mm. having a therapist is, even if it's just to unpack life. Totally. Like, like you're looking after 10 souls, really, oh. <laughs> I mean, according to the staff. They actually the don't staff. even need that much looking after. But it's true. Like I, I'm very – what I'm um, responsible for in my, in my office is to take care of the energy and make sure that everyone feels looked after and cared about and that the energy is positive and it's totally. – you know what, I – you go to you wake up and go to work every day. It's like eighty or ninety percent of your life. Totally, I want, I want them to have a good experience. Yeah. And I think the journey, what I've realized, and I might be able to just say this now because Jay's Health has had a bit of success and like quite a bit of success in the last couple of months. But mm. it is not as satisfying as the journey is. Like totally the, the reaching, like when you reach that KPI and you reach that goal. Like I promise you, it's it's not as just not as gratifying as the journey. Like I look back and we were in this tiny, tiny J-cell office at the front mm. of my house until two months ago and those were some of the best days of my life. Yeah. You know, building yeah. something, it was effing hard. Yes, yeah. so you can hard. swear, by the way. <laughs> it's fucking hard. Um, it was so hard. It was a, you know, no success comes without, and you know this, a lot of hard work. Mm. Like people might look at me and think, oh, it's easy for her. She comes from a quite a, um, I come from a really grounded and also Relative, you know, a, um, what's the word? How do I say? I, I come from like my parents have done well in business. Mm. I come from a very affluent. Is that the word? I, I wouldn't even say. You know, my dad, my parents, just to be, I'm being as transparent as possible. Yeah. My dad actually only um, became successful in the last. My firstly, my dad actually came from nothing. He was brought I love up in that a poverty. Though. Yeah, he was brought up like they he his, um they paid they couldn't pay for his school fees, so the government wow. paid. And then so he only he had he has had recent success. I'm mm-hmm. um, in the last, I would say, 10, 20 years. So did you grow up totally here? No, in South Africa. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. you should got the. And accent. my dad, my dad was like working like his head off. Yeah, for my whole upbringing. Yeah, um, and so he, their success is quite recent. So I kind of saw how what they had to do to create success. It, mm. it didn't just come to either mm. of them. Um, my mom had a bit of a more like affluent upbringing. My dad had nothing. So I've watched what my yeah. dad has had to do to create success. He's like literally my biggest inspo in that way because he's had, I've seen the fight. I've seen yeah. what it takes. And so I know if I want Jay's health to have any success, it's a f- huge amount of hard work. I think that that's also, again, on the research I've done with you, yes, like financially your business is going scary gangbusters like we're mm. talking 
from what I've heard, like a multi-million dollar mm. company. But you're just like, that doesn't drive me. Like that's always your, your response is I'm not driven no. by this. Obviously, and maybe like, it's and that I, kind of upbringing. I'm like really, really thinking about it now when you say it because what I'm grateful for is that my girls can be paid yeah. and have good jobs yeah. and they have families to support. Mm. Like they have, you know, they have their lives to support. So I'm grateful that Jay's Health is having financial mm. success so I can support my team. Totally. Um, I'm grateful because I can, you know, I pay, you know, paid off my mortgage and I can actually have security myself yeah. but it doesn't I don't know I don't know if you felt those you, I mean, you've also had success I, I just I don't know it's disappoint it's like it just I don't know it, it's not as it's just a bit disappointing like the, the feeling that comes with it it's, yeah, it doesn't it's, make me feel yeah. like I think also joy. because you've watched your dad like build from the bottom up mm. and you yourself have built mm. from that foundation mm. as well like built from I'm proud like, of the I'm proud yeah, of the building I, I think that's more and also I think and for I'm, you your calling is build community like yeah you, I'm proud of where I'm I'm amazed honestly every day I mean this was an accident so I'm quite an, I just yeah. wanted to be a nutritionist in private practice that was and my you had dream. a blog you were just sharing a little blog and but I was, no, like, I was practicing and I was in I had my own practice yeah and I was also working in other clinics yeah. I was working for a doctor and then I worked at health space I like I I just wanted to, and I some parts of me still just want to be a nutritionist in private practice. It's, it's what what gives me a lot. Would probably would give me my most joy. I love having that face to face. I sometimes say to like say to people, come have a consult with me because I love yeah. just like being able to do little things in someone's diet or lifestyle that can genuinely help them. So yeah, Jay's health is the success for me has been the strength of the community and and where you can go with a little dream. Yeah, totally. Do you know what else about you that I think people wouldn't know? I mm. mean, definitely if they're tuning into your Insta stories mm. and I love that you are so committed to your community. You you know, you've got your JS Health girls and they're just, mm. it's all I'll often do talks and get off stage and they're like you and the JS Health gang like oh, you dude. know there's a lot of and I think because you've built this sense of belonging for your community mm. and they really feel like they belong here as well. It's a testament it's a to trusted you. Sense. But the thing that doesn't fit with you in a good way for me is like so a lot of us other health people mm. we're kind of out there and we're a bit like like I do acting school, mm. like confident, You've got such a good loud. personality. <laughs> You're a personality. You've got to shut me up, you know, like I'll be looking at the time. I was going like, to say, I really think like this podcast is, I'm sure it has already, I save all my podcasts for my December holidays. So I can't wait to listen so to all good. of yours. But I feel like this is... You're you're gonna really kill it. I with love this. it. You're so, gonna kill it with this. You've got this. Per, you've got the personality. I'm like a I never want to do a podcast. So this is the thing about you, and this is why it says this sounds like a really weird thing. But who's the real you? And I think you're mm, a shy people. human being. Oh, I'm so shy. And I'm you're an introvert. All heart, and you're. What's your star sign? Aries. Oh yeah, I love Aries. Do you? Yeah, what are you? I'm a Virgo. I find Aries a bit complicated. Complicated is good though. You want to be complicated, <laughs> but there's a shy, there's this shyness to you, and I I'm think very shy. It's all, very endearing. It's like you work hard, you show up, you give your all, but then like the th- even just like on Insta stories, you'll be like just going for a walk today, or sleeping in, having my coffee today, or you know, and you it's like the, it's the little mindful moments that almost seem to kind of nourish your soul. Oh, totally. I'm like the bi- I love spending time with myself. I'm an introvert. I yeah. don't get my energy from spending yeah. time with others. So I'm sure you can see in our office here they've had to build me my own little office did you see I was I'm like yeah. kid because I I don't yeah I'm I love I love being social and I love my friends but I'm not um I don't get my energy from others I need to come and spend time with myself in totally. order to replenish um and take care of myself and I love 
I love that. That also shows that you don't need to be any type to have any, yeah, you know, to have success. You don't need, you can be yeah. a shyer soul or an introvert. And, and I think I'm sure you know, like with the years of building something up, I didn't have as much time to to nurture my social life. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, that, I don't know, you probably didn't actually, because I feel like you're just a social butterfly no matter what happens. Do you reckon? I'm not, I don't although know. I'm that weird combo where I reckon I'm half extrovert. Like, this is great oh, for me. I love I chatting. Have, yeah. But then if I have to go to an event and there's a few dingoes there, which is my word for dickheads or fake people okay. or sharks, yeah. I get anxious and I'm like, uh, I got to leave. I got a uh, GO. So if I'm in an environment where I don't feel like mm-hmm. I'm able to be myself, mm. I'm out. Okay. So I don't go to many so events. I guess I'm the same. Okay. So me too. Yeah. Me too. I feel like we see each other more <gasps> at work years. Me too. Yeah. I am. Um, that's so interesting that you say that. I think what I I think you've just nailed it on the head. I love being in an environment that I feel nurtured and look like I love being in a supportive environment. Yeah. But the minute I yeah. feel that there's like negative energy, I'm like goodbye. Oh, you have to. And you're 30, right? Mm, just turned 30. I'm 34. Oh, you look so, like you look younger really? than 34. Uh, but, uh, but now I'm just like, ugh, I've got to march the beat of my own drum. Otherwise, oh, I'm wasting it. time. This yeah. is it. And that's what 30 did for me a little bit. It yeah. was like, Jess. This yeah. is it. I mean, it's yeah. unfortunate that I've had like this whole mental health struggle because when you're in a mental health struggle, you're like, oh my God, my life is like gonna is like over because you're like, I'm gonna waste, like I'm gonna waste so much time, precious time, because I'm struggling and I can't enjoy my day. Mm. So I thank God I'm coming out of it a little bit, but only literally in a week or two, um, that I've been feeling more and more like myself. But yeah. You'll be surprised how much that will help people though. And I, I love your vulnerability around mm. it. I love how you'll be like, you know, every now and then you're a story and it's like not a day goes by, I don't think about you. Like I love that you're mm. so real about feeling shit sometimes. Oh, my mom has always said this and I'm very grateful to her because I think it changes. If your mum is saying this to you while growing up, it really has does can help you. She, she always says, not every day feels good and it's not yeah. meant to. She said that to me my whole life. I was like, my mom, I'm struggling. Why am I like, yeah. why am I feeling so shit or anxious or whatever? And she's like, but why do you, she literally says this to me. She goes, why do you expect every day to be good? Totally. It's not meant to be. No, it doesn't. But She's so this, wise like that. That's where social media can be a bit effed oh, up. Because it's like a perfect bikini mm. snap, perfect this. That's why I try my best to show the realness. And I think yeah. you do too. But I love then when you, I when worry posted, about showing too much realness. No, I love when you post when you've had a sneaky ice cream. I'm just going to make the little <laughs> Zoom course. thing and see if this I helps. should show more of that because I love like, also I love to drink wine. Yes, I know this about you. I've known that. I've <laughs> I should show more of it, but then I, I listen. Social media is so complicated because I'm like, you're nailing it. Though, should dude. I show more? Should I show less? Then I've been so honest about my struggle with mental health lately, and the truth is, I don't like. I'm really saying this honestly. I don't like the attention it brings. Like mm. the, it's like everyone starts feeling sorry for mm. you, and then there's all this worry, and I'm getting messages. Yeah. Literally, I'm literally getting messages yeah. from like my whole community mm. and my personal community. Oh my God, what's going on? Is Jess okay? I don't want the worry. I'm saying it out of a place for to spread mental health awareness. I'm doing it in the name of Carly. I know she would want me to spread mental health awareness. I miss her and I can't help but talk about her sometimes because I just miss her. But it's not because also that's really I want attention. Like I find no. the attention sometimes gives me more anxiety. Yeah. So then I don't know. So at the moment I'm like, I'm not sharing anymore. <laughs> but I think also I go it's about being real and you're yeah. very I, – I, I have found watching your journey and I think you went – I could be wrong but I feel like when it happened you went super quiet. Oh, totally. You kind of like tapped out for a little I bit. Did, and yeah. then you were like, hey, I've been through something really shitty. As soon as I feel that Stronger. I have the strength, yeah. I'm going to share. And I was like – 
Fuck, like you yeah. just feel. I could not. Honestly, those days, lols, that I was in my mom's bed, I was literally in bed for 22 hours a day. I The thought of like logging into Instagram uh, was just too hard. Like even go, I, I, I say, I've said this before, but like, I can't, the going down, my, yeah. my anxiety was eating me up so much at like going downstairs and like waiting for the toast because all I would eat was toast and cheese. Yeah. Waiting for the toast in the toaster was like hell, like those four minutes or whatever it yeah, takes to wow. toast bread was like too hard. I had to go back upstairs into bed because it was just like too hard to wait for the toast to toast. Yeah. And then I quickly put the cheese on and go back upstairs. It was horrific. Um, but that just shows how, and I, of course I've always had anxiety and underlying anxiety and like Everyone has, but never yeah. to the point of dysfunction and yeah. paralyzing. Yeah. And so yeah. anyone out there who's struggling with paralyzing anxiety or depression, oh my God, you're not alone. And, totally. and I'm getting out of it. And I actually noticed that at first, I think to last night even was one of the first nights I've like done a selfie video. Yeah. I haven't felt con- confident or comfortable to talk to camera. But that's... I think that that's your. And this is what I love about you. You are just marching to what's true to you. Yeah. And so I, sometimes you don't even have a choice. Like I. Yeah. I just didn't feel it wasn't even like should I be on Instagram? Should I not be? Like it was just like I actually can't even function. I didn't come to work. I was so embarrassed. Mm-hmm. There's so much shame, you know, because my girls would see me. I, I, I had to come up with all these excuses in the beginning before I was like, I'm actually just going to have to stop working. My mm-hmm. my doctors were like, you actually. It was got, got so bad at one point. My doctors actually said you need to lie in bed for two weeks on bed rest. Six yeah. doses of Valium a day, like every two hours, I had to take Valium because mm. they wanted just to suppress my nervous system because it was so bad. Um, and then it got to that point where I was like, okay, I'm not working anymore. But before that, um, you know, I came up with all these excuses with my staff. I was like, guys, I'm going now to therapy or it was exhausting coming up with excuses. Mm. I'm going to leave early now because um, my mom's coming with me to do something. Like I just had come up with all these mm. excuses because I couldn't be at work. Yeah. Um, I couldn't give my best self and it was just so shameful. Oh, and it's funny that you say, not funny, it's interesting that you say the shame. So link much shame. Because I think shame, there's, I'm sure there's a lot of studies done linking shame um, with anxiety totally. and depression as a massive mm. trigger point and totally. a massive it makes it worse to- well, my, my bestie totally. definitely felt shame and I mean because when your boss is like struggling to be at work I mean it's not the best look you know it's like wish they're showing up for me every day they're showing up for my brand and I can't even be there and you know now like coming out of it a little bit and I sometimes even get scared to say I'm coming out of it because I'm so scared I've that I'm going to, like, I even have really good days and then it can be it can be hard again. But, you know, now coming out of it, I understand that there is no need to honestly feel shame or guilt or you just, there's no need because no. every human being is struggling to some extent. Yeah. And this is life. This is life. Yeah. And I promise you I'm a nicer, kinder, more humble, caring individual because of my hardships. And everyone out there who is struggling, like, Something good is going to come out of us. I can tell you now, and I, oh, I think this is happening yeah. because this—it's interesting because this happened at the height of Jay's health's probably financial success, mm. and it's so interesting because I think what it's done for me is it's literally humbled me to the ground. Like you could tell, you could tell me a million times what this company's worth. I, I promise you, I don't care. Not to draw parallels between you and Katy Perry. <laughs> Thank you. But her biggest success when she was at height was mm-hmm. when Russell Brand dumped her. And she oh. had to go on stage oh. and her husband had oh dumped her God. via a text. Like they were married. And she was, <laughs> you, an see her, you see her just bawling in the makeup chair. Oh, like, yeah, I've seen that. Film. Was that a do- it was like a documentary. Okay, it was so good. Cool. You remind me of Katy Perry. People really? said that. Never. Yeah. I, I, I saw her in Malibu. 
couple really? months ago. Yeah, in real in, life in Soho. Yeah, Soho House. Did you say? Did you say anything? No, about it? I did not. Oh my goodness! But I used to be um, like I was at a stage like a little friendly with John Mayer. Were ex. you not friendly? But like he, I used this to- has taken a turn, and I am <laughs> loving every second of it. <laughs> oh my god, I've got to lighten things up here. It's time to lighten up. No, no. no we like met. Um, I was with Dean, but I was trying to set my cousin up with him. Like we met at one of my favorite restaurants <gasps> in LA. And I was with, yeah, I was with my cousin. And I was like oh, John Mayer, but like he's so like. Sorry, I'm scared. He's He'll a bit never famous, isn't he? He wasn't famous. for me. Oh my god, he's yeah. not my type of person. Yeah, and I don't think he was my cousin's type of person. But yeah, we yeah. we went to his pool party. No, you know, no, no props. No props. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna go to his pool party. By the way, just to preface, <laughs> like I have loved every second of this podcast. Me too. With your... Let's keep. I'm loving it. Keep me, keep keeping me from my admin. I, mean, I love it. Keep going. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, like I do love no. that you've been courageous, and I yeah. I really res- I've always respected you, but I. It's very kind of you to be so brave today. Thank and, you. And yes, I do want the lightness as well. Like when you just spoke about John, I'm like, oh, wow, who else have you met? <laughs> oh, lots. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, also again, like who cares? Like you no, know, totally. No, no, cares. but it's so it's, fun. That's what I always say. What I love about LA, it's like not about the fact that they like because I lived there. I've lived there for periods of my t- my life, but mm. it's not so much about the celebrities. It's it's the excitement. And the aura that they bring. There's an energy, so you're sitting at yeah. a restaurant. It's an energy. You're sitting at you yeah. know the coolest restaurant, and the, and bloody like J Lo is next yeah. to me, and I'm like, it's bringing a freaking it's J Lo. Like it's yeah. bringing an energy <laughs> to this restaurant. Let's be honest. Do you know you're gonna you're this is gonna sound like a really creepy and weird thing for me to say. I I love this song by Miley Cyrus. Okay, and I remember <laughs> you'll know and say. Um, I remember years ago. Because you and I have always kind of like we never matched up with our dates. I know in LA. I tried to meet you. I wanted to take backyard, you to my bowl. Backyard bowls. I Must remember. Go there, and we didn't, we yeah. had like a weird timings, and because I was always like pushing. Are you going to say partying in the USA? Yes. <laughs> and I remember you one day doing it's a story going, oh my goodness, this song just makes me feel like LA. I'm in LA. When I know. I'm there. LA it's, is a happy place for me. It just me is. Too. It's a happy place. Yeah. But I mean, I just can't live too long without my family. Oh, and as I say that, my mom's calling. Oh, amazing. Um, I, I can't. I, I tried and it's an unbelievable place. And I think for the health industry, it's so exciting. Mm. It's like endless opportunity. Yeah. I'm going there in a couple of weeks. <gasps> but I, um, yeah, I think living... If you can live near your family, it's an absolute blessing. And I think as well what you said right before this podcast, the grounding oh, that family. Totally. And I, I think, think Australia is very I think grounding. you're right. I think LA, you can become a floaty. Yeah, totally. I felt totally. I felt like I was floaty. But I it is feel. fun. It's um, fun. It is fun. Dean and, Dean and I are very grateful that we're going we're going for meetings to visit. Like we like visiting now as opposed to like the hardship of living. It's bloody hard yeah. when you're paying rent. Yeah. Like trying to hustle every day. You don't know anyone. You don't have a community. You don't even have contacts. Like you don't even yeah. have people that you can hustle with. You yeah. know, and it's hard. It's really hard. It looks so glam, but it's, it's not hard. It's like Instagram. It's like pretty on the surface. It looks like I'm living in this beautiful yeah. apartment in off Melrose <laughs> Avenue, which was beautiful, but it was freaking hard yeah. as well. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's not. Yeah. yeah, I love. Oh my goodness, there's so many. Okay, okay. I know that I'm getting to like my pointy end of how long I've got you for, so I want to. Quickly talk to business stuff. First of all, we can't do this podcast without a shout out to Dean. Oh, definitely. He's your incredible husband. Yeah. And you had the most, sorry to go totally off topic here, but the most incredible wedding. Thank you. Where you just look like this like bohemian (laughs) goddess with your long locks. It was in, was it Thailand? Yeah, it was in, it was our favorite place. We go there every year. 
And wasn't there I, – I saw an interview with you on like a morning show after and oh, it was like healthy. a healthy wedding. But like it wasn't too – there was so much alcohol. <laughs> like everyone was like, oh, healthy wedding. They deprived – they said in a, in a Daily My article, <laughs> they deprived their guests of drink of alcohol. It was like – there was more alcohol than you could ever, ever wish for. <laughs> yeah, um, it looked so incredible. Um, you mentioned- it was beautiful. And it, a wedding is a hard thing. I sometimes look back and I, I have these like moments of like, oh, was I present enough? It's overwhelming. Like it's so much. And like I wish I, I wish I had actually could even spend more time with Dean. Like, it's you know, it becomes about everyone else. It's a lot. It was the most beautiful wedding ever. But I think also there's a lot of hype about weddings. Yeah. And like my time with Dean after the wedding has been the best ever. Oh, and that's yeah. what, as soon as I walked in, I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. You were like, it's Dean. Dean's so, <laughs> I owe like, him. Yeah, I yeah. do owe, I do feel that I owe a lot to everything to him pretty much because I wouldn't have started Jay's Health if he mm. hadn't given me. He just, ever since I met him, he's just been my biggest fan. Like, he's believed in me mm. and he had his, he's had his own business until a year ago. He still, ha- he, wow. he wasn't, thank God we actually met way, because it's never like he want, he was like pimping me. Yeah. <laughs> it never was like that because Amazing. he was he he actually thought we thought his the sex if we were going to ever have success mm. it was definitely not going to be for me. It was going to be from his, you know, oh, he was wow. in property and then he was in software. I was like, "Yay, one day yeah. I can have children and not work." Yeah. I, I really thought Dean was going to have big success in yeah. his own field only a year or two ago when we realized Jay's health had potential is when he came over into wow. Jay's health um so Dean has just always believed in me I think having a partner who just can be there for you totally. and truly believe in you mm. gives you a confidence to do to live your best life in a lot of ways I think we complement each other beautifully but we also respect each other and we also don't cross over in the business at all like he's across business finance product development mm. I I do the product development but he's in, in terms of like the manufacturing yeah. I don't do I don't he doesn't come in On my his. courts I don't go in his so, different brains as well like that sounds more linear yeah so we don't cross over so I think if we great. if we were in the same role or same space it would be complicated but I hardly even see him in the day kind of thing yeah we stole his room didn't yeah we, like he's, you can see he's like doing his own thing he's yeah. got meetings outside he's yeah. we're in very different roles but he definitely is the most incredible human being I've ever met one last question just because I'm so fascinated because I've got a product as well, and you've got these incredible supplements. Thank I'm really excited to try your coffee. Oh my gosh, I love coffee. I'll be sending it up. I'll be sending you some up. Uh, but we can do a recipe with it. Oh my god, yeah. Like a frothy coconut milk, cinnamon. Oh, yeah. What can we do? Like, yeah, like we'll even do an we'll ice do a Lola one. coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I'll be. Don't you worry. I'll be sending up so you can just enjoy it for yourself. But with uh, JS Health supplements, what I want to know is, and only because we've in emails I've seen is initially it was, it was a bit bumpy, wasn't it, with the supplements oh, yeah. and manufacturers? Oh, yeah, I wrote down my failures. <laughs> I know you did. We've, well, we've covered a, we we've covered covered a, a fair lot. bit. Actually, we have. Yay. But it's, the, it's the, for oh, me, oh, the, yeah. the supplement, just because oh, I think my gosh. as well it's going so well. We, it's so funny and it's so interesting how it's going well because we got to the point, I'll never forget it, we were on, Dean and I were on a walk one morning and I, was, I have this, my amazing integrative doctor who was like checking my formulas and looking at the vitamin industry with me and we were like, we kept like just researching and finding, trying to find the right person and he called me one day and he's like, Jess, we were on a walk, Dean and I, and we put it on speaker and he said, you know what, like your formulas are great but this is going to be a really expensive process. You don't know if you're going to even sell any, you're going to have to get into retail, it's going to be a her- like a harrowing yeah. thing. And by the way, at that point, we had already been gone through all of this other stuff where we had literally put $10,000 down a drain. At that time, it was a lot of money for us, oh, you know, because doing... there was like this um, 
this guy who claimed to help people um, create products, which he might, I don't even know, but he just did not ever get it done. Like he just oh. didn't, like he just, it just didn't happen. And like yeah. we literally just threw $10,000 down the drain. That happened. We couldn't find the right manufacturer. We didn't have money to really start, like to to feed a new company. And so we were on this walk and the doctor calls. He's like, I just think it's going to be too expensive. Dean looked at me and he said, Jess, I love you. We'll do something, but it's not going to be vitamins. Oh, wow. It's just not. Like we had, we, and Dean is like, Dean is a courageous yeah. fighter. Like he's yeah. not someone to really say that to me until like the point where it's like, Pulled Jess, in. we've tried. Yeah. It's just too hard. It's too expensive. Mm. We don't have endless money. It's going to, it might run us into a bit of trouble. Mm. Let's just not even go there. Um, and I kind of was like, okay. Like I kind of did actually remember surrendering in that moment, but I was, but then what happens, and this is happens, I'm sure with you, when you, when you're genuinely passionate about something, mm. like I've always been passionate about vitamins. My friends used to call me a vitamin wizard, my family, like totally I had vitamins, like all in my, yeah. in my bathroom growing up. <laughs> it's weird. But, um, I like to, I just, I, I remember actually the street I was, I was driving by Centennial Park mm. and I it was like, no. <laughs> I was like, I got so excited. I was like, I know that this can help people. I was started I started actually thinking about a stress formula. That was gonna be one of my first formulas. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, because I was so stressed at that time and I was taking all these adaptogen mm. adaptogenic mm-hmm. herbs. I was like, but imagine I know which adaptogenic herbs to put in a mm. formula. I know it's gonna help people have mm. better energy and less stress. I know. And I then at that point, someone I got in contact with and they said they'll introduce me to a manufacturer and then and then because of this manufacturer that I that I liked. And he was close by, and I was like, "Okay, oh. okay, yeah." And then that's, and then, and then we ordered two thousand bottles of our first product, and mm. I was like, "Oh shit, Dean, we're not going to sell any. What are we doing? Like, what are we doing?" I was like, "It's fine. I'm just going to sell two thousand over time, yeah. and then we'll give it up. Like, it was just going to be like a little cute project, yeah. and then it just took off." Oh my god! So yeah, exciting. but it's really fun. Like, I I create all the products. That's Basically, my only will now yeah. is that I just um, put together the I love the, the AMP. Yeah, that was and Dean's idea. Really, such a good idea for traveling as well. Just for travel, I need to give you some. They, that's the only one I really take at the moment. Oh. It's my favorite. Do you know what I love most about what you just did then? When you were telling me how you were driving, and you're like, "No, I can see this." Like, Jess literally just like sat up straight. Yeah, I was like, and there I like, am. Speaking. I have that part to me. Yeah. I'm like, at the moment, I'm very depleted and not myself, but I have a part to me that's strong. It's passion. My sec, my my. Fire. I'm he, like I'm Jewish, so my Israeli, my Hebrew name is um, oh, Ariella, which means lion. Like oh. I'm, I can be quite a lioness. Like I can be when I want to do so, like with all the big decisions in my life. I'm an Aries. I'm very indecisive. It's painful. It's so painful <laughs> for everyone around me. Poor poor girls out there. I'm very indecisive, but. In my with the big decisions in my life, with things that like drive me and make my heart feel full, mm. I'll I can exactly what you just said. I'll sit right up and I'll fight for it. You yeah, know, yeah. I saw your whole body change. Yeah. And the other thing that I love about you that I've learned and really enjoyed today is you're so courageous. Oh, you're brave you. and you're courageous. You too. You've oh, also been so vulnerable, with those. dude. But I think. But how can we not be? It's just, it, I feel, I was saying to someone on the phone the other day, because uh, yesterday I was on the phone to my friend in London, and she's like, you're so brave how you share your struggles. And I said to her, not really. I said, I felt like a fake. If I was putting up beautiful food photos and beautiful travel photos and me, you know, flying from here to there, I literally, like I was in Europe, 
for my mm. sister's wedding. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. literally in Capri. I'm like in the best part of the entire mm. world and I felt like shit. Yeah. I was having like Dean and I had a beautiful time, thank God, and I I could see the beauty of the mm. city. But I in myself was, was really struggling. struggling. Yeah. And people look at me like I'm living the life in Italy. But little do they know I was actually crumbling to the point where on my on that trip home, I called my mom. I said, Mom, as I get home, this is when everything started yeah. breaking down. I said, whatever you do, mom, you need to call the best doctor, the yeah. best therapist you know, I need help. Like yeah. I actually reached out for help because my friend hadn't. To the, like I, the problem with Carly is that I don't think she said in enough times I need help. And yeah. that's why anyone out there who's struggling, like I actually had to call my mom and say, mom, I remember these exact words, I need your help. Mm, that's such a strong I need message, your message. help. Like I can't do this on my own anymore. I tried. And I'm a strong girl. But that's what I mean. This comes from being courageous. So yeah. oh, fuck. Thank you so much. I could keep love talking. You this. You're amazing. <laughs> love you, love. If I had to sum up the way that you are in a sentence, like, yeah, you're courageous. You've got this fire heart. There's this saying in, I think I learned it in yoga, but it's like um, sky above me, earth below me, fire within me. Oh. And that's very you. Like you've oh. got this like gentle fire that when it needs to When it be, needs to come out, it will come it's out. It's there and, and that's. It comes out also when so, people upset me. <laughs> which is totally, which is yeah. totally understandable. Yeah. But like we haven't seen each other in the flesh for I years know, that now. That was such a beautiful. I know why. Because oh, well, I've been in LA, maybe. Yeah, and, and I've been um, a bit of gypsy. a weird gypsy everywhere. I love it. But I, from the bottom of my heart, thank you oh, so thank much. Thank you. I'm so honoured that you had me on. Thanks, Lols. Hug. Need a hug. Love. That was beautiful. <laughs> That's a wrap on another episode of Fearlessly Failing. As always, thank you to our guests. And let's continue the conversation on Instagram. I'm at Yummo Lollaberry. This potty, my word for podcast, is available on all streaming platforms. I'd love it if you could subscribe, rate and comment. And of course, spread the love. <laughs>